0: Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Sam Says, a podcast brought to you by the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, or I'm HIP. I am DeRondall Beverly with the Gemini Group and I am joined as always by the Sam in Sam Says, the executive director of I'm Hip, Samantha Oldsfry. Sam, how are you today?
1: I'm doing incredibly well. How are you, Durandal?
0: I am doing well, doing well. We are a few weeks into the new year. How are those resolutions treating you so far?
1: They are going well, or the one I have is going well. Every year I try to perfect a recipe. And so this year I'm working on chili and it's a particularly fun one because I'm trying to do a brisket chili. So two and, two oh, okay. for one.
0: So what was last year's recipe?
1: Fried chicken.
0: Okay, do you feel like, do you go back to them and tweak them every year? Or do you feel like once you got it, you got it?
1: I feel like, once i've got it i've got it um if you think about it 52 weeks of trying to perfect a recipe at some point you can just tweak too much and you can get in your head you got to just got to let good lie
0: got it got it what about you well you know this year i've decided that uh, i'm a creature of habit Uh, my wife and i live in forest park we go to the same seven restaurants and I usually order one of three items from the same seven places. So this year I've decided that I'm going to try to branch out. and I'm going to try to find new places and new things, find something on Yelp if it's got a good review, I'm gonna go and try something new. That's my I love that's it. what I'm gonna try. I don't know how long it'll last, but I will try. That is that is what I'm gonna do. So uh, last episode we talked about some of the exciting things that the association was keeping an eye on um, as twenty eighteen wrapped up. This episode, we're gonna talk about the future and the future of Medicaid. I know that you and your uh, team at IMHIP are always looking at different things that are coming down the pipeline in the space. So today, and I know that there are many, but today we've we've narrowed it down to a few. Um, So today we're gonna talk about the future of Medicaid. And the first thing, uh, budget challenges. What does that look like uh, in 2019 and and beyond?
1: Yeah, so I think that the conversation in Illinois for, for the better, has been really looking forward from an optimistic standpoint. But there needs to be a recognition that, you know, last week the budget woes of Illinois didn't just disappear. We still have a significant backlog of bills. We still have a Medicaid program that hasn't seen significant investment for decades. Um, And that really does need to be tackled. Over 3 million people rely on the Medicaid program. We're going to need those resources and investment if we're really going to start to innovate um, and improve the lives and outcomes of of Medicaid members.
0: And I know we often talk about the Interplay between the federal and the state level in terms of that funding Can you just give us a little bit of, of a little color and what that looks like and, and what funding mechanism looks like? Yes,
1: yeah, so great question Medicaid is a partnership between the state and federal government um, and in Illinois we essentially split the cost. So Illinois gets about a 52% federal match on every dollar they spend, so essentially we spend a dollar, we get 52 cents back. That is one of the lowest match rates in the country, Hmm. Um, which means that we rely heavily on state resources in order to fund such a critical Medicaid program. Still a great return on investment, um, necessary to invest in our healthcare system, but it does take more Illinois taxpayer dollars than it would say Indiana or Missouri.
0: Oh, wow. That's... And and I would imagine then that organizations that you work with and other providers have to be very conscious of that funding makes in order to provide services to those of us living here in Illinois.
1: Absolutely. It really means that we have to stretch our dollar a little bit further than other states.
0: Wow. And so, a topic that is on a tangent. Uh, Medicaid buy-in. What, give us a sense based on what you just said in, in terms of setting the overall kind of funding, uh, what the funding mix looks like. Talk to us about Medicaid buy-in.
1: So this was really the chief health care um, policy of our new governor, uh, Governor Pritzker. Um, really exciting and innovative, um, and the idea would be to that it would allow Illinoisans to buy into the Medicaid program. Um, recent information has come out and what they're looking for from an adult perspective is a premium of around $280, uh, which is significantly lower than what we see on the exchange. But the question really is, how do you make that work? What does that look like in terms of co-pays, in terms of deductibles, in terms of rates to providers? Because as you and I know, what you pay providers in terms of rates directly impacts the access members have. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, healthcare isn't just one component. It's not just the premium. It's not just the buy-in component. It's what does that buy you? And so I think that'll be a really big conversation, um, this legislative session, of how to make that work. Uh, It really would be an all-hands-on-deck conversation because it's it's not just the Medicaid health plans that are going to be impacted. It's going to be the commercial plans. It's going to be providers, uh, member advocates, um, and, of course, the state government.
0: So best case scenario, governor like Pritzker, once he becomes governor, gets an understanding of how things are rolling. Based upon what you just said, what's best case scenario that we here in Illinois could see something like this really uh, implement here in Illinois?
1: So I would say normally you would see something like this pass um, legislative session around May. um, And you would think it would take, you know, at least six months to stand up, um, but potentially a little bit longer because you're going to probably have a procurement. And so what I would say is you probably wouldn't see uh, Medicaid buy-in potentially during the next open enrollment, which is October 2019, but maybe October of 2020 is when you could potentially see that Medicaid buy-in option. Um, Based off of what we know today, Springfield and healthcare is very fluid. So in two months, I could come back and say, well, maybe we'll see it this October.
0: Okay. And as you mentioned uh, the upcoming uh, session. Uh, can you give us a sense of any type of perhaps member-focused legislation that you and the association are keeping your eye on?
1: So we are expecting that this year a real conversation um, continuing from last year around behavioral health um, and improving access and investment but then also specialist access. What we saw in the hospital transformation committee from 2018 was a real recognition that Medicaid members and all Illinoisans need improved access to specialists um, within the state. And, and how do we incentivize that access? How do we um, improve upon it? And that I think will be one of the main focuses of Springfield and, and healthcare this year.
0: And. What will that look like should that happen? What will that look like in the future? How will that trickle down to those who are the beneficiaries of these services from members?
1: So our real hope is that it would decrease wait times, that it would increase the timeliness of follow-up visits. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried to schedule a specialist visit after your first one, but oftentimes you might have to wait months. Um, And then uh, for those who aren't in the Chicago area, it's really important to recognize that what we view as travel time is significantly different from what somebody in perhaps, you know, Springfield views. And it's not uncommon for people in Rockford to have to travel all the way to Chicago for certain types of specialists. And so what we are really looking at is the Are there technological solutions that we can employ, perhaps telehealth, to improve access, decrease wait times, and decrease travel time, um, but have the same outcomes that that our Medicaid members deserve?
0: I remember last year we talked about uh, how innovation in this space could really help the ultimate you know, end user, those who, who are in need of these services. And it seems like there's more and more emphasis now on trying to innovate the space in order to help folks who, who truly need um, Medicaid services.
1: Absolutely. And what we're also starting to have conversations with at the Medicaid health plan side are apps that already exist, that Medicaid members are already engaging on, and how do we utilize those apps and sort of the, you know, the member's phone, who they have on them all the time, to improve outcomes, to increase access, and to um, engage those people where they are. You know, I think healthcare is really changing and it's it's an exciting time is because healthcare for decades was really at the institutions and at the doctor's office. And now what we're really seeing is healthcare um, moving out into where members are Mm -hmm. as opposed to where the doctors are. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think that's I think that's a key distinction that's going to be very interesting to watch as it unfolds down the road. Uh, so in addition to that, as we continue to head into the new year and, and the session with the at the Illinois General Assembly down in Springfield, what else are you keeping your eye on just to that may be in the Medicaid space or could be something that that may affect uh, Medicaid here in Illinois?
1: So we are expecting a lot this year. Um, a, a real Robust agenda from the new governor, um, robust agenda from the caucuses. And we're really looking forward to a bipartisan approach to health care, to the state budget, and to governing in Illinois that I think everybody's pretty excited for.
0: Exciting times! I think uh, I agree with you. I think exciting times are ahead, and I know that as we talk about Medicaid and, and various innovations, but also things that are happening from a legislative standpoint, we will continue to unpack those in uh, in future episodes. So, looking forward to that. Absolutely. On behalf of uh, Samantha Olds-Fry and the team over at I'm Hip, again, I'm DeRondall Beverly with the Gemini Group. We thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Sam Says. If you liked this episode, please share it with your networks. You can follow us and connect with us on I'mHip.net, as well as Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, where you can uh, get the latest association news, as well as follow this podcast in any education and uh, upcoming um, events that may be happening with the the association uh, in the future. Thank you again for listening. Um, Hope you have found it enjoyable. Thank you and have a great day.